everyone. This is Jeffrey Kerr. I'm here today with Eric Apple, who is a director behind all 10 episodes of a brand new television series on Quibi titled Die Hard, starring Kevin Hart and John Travolta. Some of Eric's other credits include directing episodes of Funny or Die Presents, The Office, Up All Night, The Michael J. Fox Show, A to Z, New Girl, Silicon Valley, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Good afternoon, Eric. Good afternoon. Boy, what a long list of shows. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it'll probably keep getting longer as your career goes on. I hope so. Knock on wood. Yeah. So to start things off, how have you been doing during this time of quarantine due to the coronavirus? Uh, You know, I'm going a little bit crazy. Uh, (laughs) I have two young children at home, so we're currently trying to uh, have our best uh, summer vacation in the living room, and I'm just hoping that, you know, I'm able to get back to work at some point, you know, as a director. This is one of those jobs that doesn't exist until this pandemic goes away, so hopefully I can be back working at some point. So while we wait, why don't you tell us about this new Quibi show you've worked on called Die Hard? Die Hard is uh, about Kevin Hart, who plays a fictional version of himself. He's tired of playing the sidekick, uh, the comedic sidekick in uh, all these action movies. He wants to be the star of his own action movie. And he sort of has a meltdown about this on uh, live on television on a daytime talk show. And it gets him in a lot of trouble with the studio, but this action movie director sees a clip of it and uh, enlists Kevin to be in his next big action movie. But before he goes, he has, to, he has to complete training at this action star training school, which is run by this crazy guy named Ron Wilcox, played by John Travolta. Natalie Emanuel shows up as another student at the school, and uh, you know Kevin quickly learns that there's, there's a lot more to this action school than he originally thought. It's a very dangerous place. Without giving anything away, he, you know, there, there's more layers to it than that as well. And how did you get involved with the project? Quibi sent me the script, and uh, I, I gave it a read, and I thought it was hilarious. And obviously, it had a lot of action in it. I was a big fan of Kevin Hart. Yeah, so I decided to come on board. I had a conversation with Kevin. We hit it off, and then I was off to the races. And normally, television programs tend to have different directors on different episodes, yet for Die Hard, you got to direct every single episode of the first season. What was that like? We sort of think of Die Hard more as a feature film than a TV series. Obviously, for Quibi's format, it gets broken up into these 8 to 10 minute installments and these chapters. But the whole thing works cohesively as one 85 minute long you know, narrative. So if you watched all the episodes back to back to back, it would feel much more like a movie than it would be a TV series. Obviously, each of these chapters has to have a cliffhanger and has to, you know, keep the viewers coming back for more. But the whole thing sort of lays out more like a feature film, and and that's how we approached it when we were filming it. So, you know, it's a little bit different than the normal episodic TV work that I do, where I come in and do you know, episode five of some random show, and I'm coming in, there's a director that's there before me, there's a director that's there after me, I'm just here to execute the writer's vision and kind of keep the train moving. This was, you know, treated a lot more like a a feature film, and I was treated like a feature film director rather than a director of a TV show. I imagine that must have what it been like. Yeah, it it was great. It was a very cool experience. Yeah. And what was it like getting to work with actors Kevin Hart and John Travolta? It was amazing. 
like I said, I'm a big fan of both of these guys. You know, Kevin Hart's the same age as I am. Travolta, I've been a fan of maybe my entire life. I mean, he was acting before I was born. But Pulp Fiction came out when I was in high school, and I was a you know huge fan of that. So working with Travolta was a real dream. And, you know, Kevin and I both have comedy backgrounds, so we just gelled together really well. He likes to do a lot of improv. I like improv, too, and, you know, exploring the scenes. John Travolta, same thing. The rest of the cast, Natalie Emanuel and John Renault and Josh Hardnett, everybody had a lot of fun, you know, playing around together. And going back to the beginning, how did you first get started in the entertainment industry? I actually, I, I went to college for animation. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an animator. But when I was in school, I got really into doing improv comedy. And after I graduated college at the beginning of the 2000s, I moved to New York City and started doing improv at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. You know, one thing led to another. Performing there led to some opportunities where I got to write for some TV sketch comedy shows. That eventually landed me at funnierdie.com, sort of at the start of that website. That's really where I started directing. It's sort of my version of film school was directing at Funny or Die. Yeah, after being there for a few years, I just started getting some television opportunities, and, you know, it all sort of snowballed from there. Studying animation, I learned a lot of just fundamentals of how to put together, you know, sequential images to tell a story. That's where I learned how to edit, and some of the tools that I learned from going to school for animation, I, I use today. You know, in my live action directing work, as far as storyboarding, you know, I did a lot of work storyboarding in college, and, and I sort of bring that with me. Every project I work on, people are always like, oh, you can draw. Oh, my God, that's such an amazing tool to have. It definitely helps me out. Well, yeah, it was certainly helpful for several animation directors who went on to make live action movies or TV shows. Yeah, Absolutely. And the landscape of television has definitely changed a lot within this past century so far. Where do you see it going in the future? Oh, my gosh. I think that episodes are going to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> <laughs> the next project is going to be 30-second episodes. <laughs> 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 one, hundred of them. one season will have 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where things are going to go. It's crazy how fast things change. I mean... Just a couple of years ago, we were talking about how VR might be the next thing. And the next TV shows we see are going to be shot in 360 degrees. You're going to have to watch a headset, you know, wear a headset to watch them. Quibi is definitely its own interesting format. The, the way that they we filmed this thing, so it works both if you watch it horizontally or if you hold your phone vertically. That's definitely like a huge innovation. And in some ways enhances the experience when you watch it. You know, watching Die Hard vertically on your phone, you know, because you're not focusing on the background as much. You pick up little nuances in the actor's faces. Even when I watch it vertically, I'm discovering new things and I directed it. That's my long way of saying I have no idea where things are heading. But I welcome the changes and it's fun to adapt with them and it's fun to, to explore and try new things. And before we go, do you have any other upcoming projects you'd like to share with us? Some things that I was hoping to work on prior to this pandemic happening, uh, but nothing that's far enough along that I can talk about now. But there are, there are some exciting things that hopefully will get going at the beginning of 2021 now. And in conclusion, for those interested in directing for television, where do you think would be a good place to start? You know, everybody has a camera on their phone. 
mean, not everybody, but it's pretty common now these days to have cameras and editing software in your pocket. I think you just got to go out there and start filming stuff and putting it together. I look at some of the things that kids are doing on TikTok, and I'm blown away. If I had the tools, you know, that people have today, when I was a teenager, I can only imagine the kind of work that I'd be putting out now. I think the best thing you can do is just go out there and do it. Eric, I thank you very much for devoting your time to this interview. It was great getting to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for talking to me. It was good talking to you, too. Yeah. For those who'd like to keep up with your career, where can they find you on the internet? They can find me at erockappel uh, on Twitter. Thank you again for talking to me today, Eric. This was great. Cool. Thanks, man. Hmm? Take it easy. Yeah. And hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks. You too. For those interested in watching Die Hard, all 10 episodes are available to stream on Quibi. For those who haven't downloaded the app yet, it is available on Apple and Google. If you love this show, please leave us a review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash podcast and follow the simple instructions. Feel free to subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.net. You can also find it on Twitter at CareReviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.